And welcome in to another episode of Farm to Fame. I am Kelsey Winger. That is self-proclaimed San Diego Padres fan, Peter Moylan, and Maddie Mass, our captain, our pilot, He's our back. captain, captain, captain. He's back. He left us last week. Mitch was great. He left by us the way. in good hands. Yeah, Mitch was Mitch was really chill. We loved Mitch. Good job, yeah. Mitch. Well done, Mitch. But welcome back, Maddie. Maddie, how Yay, are you? Maddie. Thank you. I'm good. Happy to be back. And just to point out that the way you are sitting right now does look like, as Kelsey pointed out earlier before we got live, live yeah. you look like you're wearing Wolverine's leather jacket right now. So nice. congratulations. We're not live, but we're recording this. <laughs> no, I like how you said it though. When you said live, you were like confused about it. You're like, yeah. what? Um, Maddie. Talk to us. You good? You're great. You look wonderful. You're feeling good. How's, how's headquarters? Big week coming up. Headquarters is good. Look at all the people currently working here. Wow. wow. The Nobody. office is never empty. Happy That's why the Wi-Fi is so Indigenous People's Day, everybody. And um, Mental Health Awareness Day. Good. Mental Health Awareness Day. That's a good I one. am very good. Arsenal beat Liverpool yesterday 3-2. to two. Excellent. And that is talking soccer. We don't Back have a soccer podcast. Dude, that game last night was wild. That's what Paxson and I talked about. This this is as messy as it has got since he. This uh, is I, it. I don't want to say that though, but it's This is as messy as it's ever got ever been. Can I give you another can I give you my honest perspective as to what happened? I honestly feel like that sweep even though it didn't it wasn't the end of their season, that sweep in Atlanta absolutely was the knockout punch for the Mets. And I don't know. Maybe it was the, they keep talking about the sweep of the Cubs, but they could have recovered from the sweep of the Cubs by just taking one of those games in Atlanta. And they just, when the big games, when the big games happened, it was like they got a couple of decent performances, but it just wasn't enough to propel them. And it's, I am sad for Met fans. I'm a, I'm yeah. sad for Jolly um, and I'm sad for Met fans because this year was really good and then not. Yeah. Max Scherzer. Like I, oh man, I can't imagine how fuming he was. I mean, and the whole, and I said this to Paxton whenever she called me into the live stream. Could you imagine being Steve Cohen right now who just went out and bought every free agent and locked up Scherzer for 50 million a year. And the storyline the whole year has been the best one, two punch in baseball. You're going to have Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer in the postseason. DeGrom's going to be back for the postseason. This is the best one, two punch in the history of baseball. And they poo poo the bed in Atlanta. And then Scherzer poo poos the bed in the wild card series. And then DeGrom did not poo poo the bed, but Six innings, two runs isn't even good enough for Jacob DeGrom, but that's a good outing in the postseason. Don't get me wrong. Right. But man, that was insane. It it just look, Musgrove was awesome last night, but so good. But at the same time, it's like that offense. I've watched that offense all year long grind the best pitchers in the game down to their bones and they're at a hundred pitches through four and two thirds 
And that's what the Mets do. And that's yeah. what they've done all year. And then all of a sudden they just lost that. I don't know what happened, but Musgrove just tore them up. They weren't able to found anything off. They weren't able to fight at bats. They weren't able to grind. They weren't able to do what do the normal stuff that Mets fans are used to seeing Mets players do. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. I, I honestly don't know if they had, I just think that sweep just crushed yeah. them. Yeah, that's fair. What, what is your explanation? So Joe Musgrove last night became the fifth mm. starting pitcher in games one. Well, last night was a game three. Right. When did Joe Musgrove pitch? Yesterday or the day before? Yesterday. Yesterday? He it. Yeah. Okay. So he became the fifth starting pitcher so far in the postseason to throw seven or more innings pitched. There you go. What is your what is your explanation for that? Um the guys that have done it are really good. But I also think that the the race Guardian series was like it was I don't know how to explain that series. Like yeah. it, if you even if you're a baseball purist, you kind of look at that going, I kind of hope someone gets a hit or yeah, that like, was can we just... get some offense going? It was kind of just like holy shit. 15 innings. I know. I know. I can't explain the I don't that one. I don't know. I just think this is the product of spreading the playoffs a little thinner than normal and those teams that are more value driven are very pitcher driven and run prevention driven so those two teams match up and there's a not a lot of offense that you're going to see no matter who you who it is and it's not until you get to the next round where the best four teams actually are waiting for the next ones yeah. That you're going to see the premium offenses start to happen. Now, I don't expect any of the any of the games to be anything like that Guardians Tampa series at all. I think there's going to be a shit ton more offense this round. And uh, whether it's MLB changing the baseballs or not, I think it's going to be fun. Maddie, what do you reckon? Do you think? Uh, what do you think about the Yankees Guardians matchup? And how do you feel about next week at HQ? And are there going to be fist fights? No fist fights. Okay. Sure. No, but I think um, the the Guardians starting pitching is their strong point. I think that the Yankees hitting has been a strong point. So I'm curious how those two will match up. Um, I think it can go either way there. Yankees pitching, I think, dominates Guardians hitting. So I think the balance leans Yanks. Hmm. So I would like to get out of that three one. Move on. I think that's everybody's plan. Um remember when I picked well, the Padres to beat the Mets yeah. last week? Yeah, you did. You did do that. I nailed everyone except for the Philly one, but I nailed all of them. I I think I really was if if Hensley can throw a strike the Cardinals win that game and the Cardinals win that series I have no doubt in my mind but him and the I don't know why they didn't make a move earlier than what they did 
is the question that I had, and I'm sure this has been discussed everywhere already, but I just could not understand how he, they left him in there that long. But who are you uh, talking about? The Hensley, Helsley, Hensley, Hensley. Yeah, the Cardinals reliever that gave up six. He's got nine. the finger. Or yeah. he started that six. He, yeah, that he's been so money all year long. It was just so devastating for them. It Holy was cow. just like such a weird way after all of the highs this season that we got from Pujols and Yachty and You're just so like right. following that storyline all season long. It was a such a weird and anticlimactic way. Yeah. I'm glad they both like got a hit in their final at bat. True. But like, man, I mean, it just felt like the story was like incomplete when it ended because it was like, no way, that's not. They when I saw, when I saw what was happening with the playoff picture, every Braves fan in the world knew that it was going to be a Cardinals Braves matchup yeah. because that was the history, and they've and it's not been a good one for us when the yeah. matchup's gone that way. So. You know, that that's what I was looking at. And with all the stories around them and all the magic that was happening yeah. already, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. But, man, baseball, Padres, baseball, like all that of it. That is like, it's not the movie I rented. I rented the one. <laughs> I rented the, the one. one with the happy ending you for You got Albert. it on VHS. That was the problem. We're up to Blu-rays now. How about a round of applause for Albert Pujols and 703 home runs? That's where you ended? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's quickly. I have some questions about the four um, wild card series. We've probably talked about most of it, but uh, Phillies okay. being the cards, what we're talking about. Yeah. Bummer to see Albert and um, Yachty go out that way. Is Adam Wainwright retiring or not? If I was to have a guess, there's no way you walk away throwing away as good as he is, unless it's a family driven thing. But I think he's got a pretty good balance right now. Yeah. And. I don't know. I think if he, I don't know. Do you I, know him? I know him enough to, so he was doing his normal lap around the road stadiums that he does when he goes to a new road stadium. And he was in talking to the radio guys and he saw me through the window and he came in and said, hello. And he said, g'day mate. So Aww. we know, we know each other well enough to say hello and to recognize yeah. each other. And I absolutely respect the man He's done so much for St. Louis. He's done so much for the Cardinals. He's done so much for the young pitching in that in that whole organization. He's been, and he was traded from the Braves. So yeah. everybody in the Braves that I started my career with played with him in the minor leagues and mm -hmm. raved about him. Like Kelly Johnson talked about him like like a brother. All those guys would talk about him like a brother. So That's cool. I knew that he was a really really good dude, and I I I'm, I think the Braves missed on that. But there's yeah. been a few, but. Congratulations to his. And some that hit Spencer Strider signing an extension today. Literally cannot believe that we haven't discussed that at all. Like even before the show, no discussion. I can't believe that's one of the first thing I said to you. Spencer Strider signed what? Six years, 75. I haven't seen the, the details. I just You're saw it panicking. this morning. You're panicking because you didn't realize you had Brian Jordan's golf tournament. So you're right. probably rushing down to Chateau Elon. This Get news is breaking about Spencer Strider. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, holy shamolies is what I was saying Do to myself. Do you think that it's too soon to give him that no. much money? You've seen like one season no. is all you need to see. The stuff I saw you just 
I've seen a month of what he did for a month and that carried on and, and guys weren't able to make when he's facing teams on back and good teams on back to back, you know, starts and he's having a lot of success. It's he's knows what he's doing. Like he, he knows exactly what he's doing and he takes care of himself. I know he's go buddy. You, you're going to say something. I, I want to ask before ask you get too far in. Um, I saw a couple comments on Twitter like this. Mm-hmm. because he's on his rookie year he already had five more years on a rookie deal yeah they only guaranteed him the sixth year then they have the seventh year as an option for another 22 million i believe mm-hmm. is the whole purpose just to lock him in for the sixth and seventh year at a lower price because in reality they really only tacked on one to two more seasons at but a what much what price? What they're looking at is what he's potentially going to do in a full season next year as a starter, and a full season the year after once he reaches arbitration. Yeah, he could break arbitration numbers. Like he could. Otani got whatever he got this year, but we're talking if he keeps going the way he's going, he could be worth twenty five, thirty million a year in arbitration. Yes. <laughs> Who knows? So I think what they've done is locked him up at a, at a decent, reasonable, fair price, and. Which I just did the security. math on the yeah, AAV on his on his deal six years seventy five is twelve point five million a year. That's definitely and then that option fair. is what what did you say, Matt? Twenty two. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's fair. That's the yeah. So you're saying they they probably overpaid over the next two years before arbitration, but then yes. the the next four to five after that, now they're getting a deal. Correct. Mm-hmm. And. When it's all said and done, he still reaches free agency at about the same time and can do whatever he wants at that point. Like I what they've done in this organization is absolutely genius. Now, it's fantastic to this point, but I really do believe, I firmly believe in my heart that this only thing is going to work. There's one puzzle piece missing. And if you can lock up that final puzzle piece, puzzle piece. What's that, that puzzle piece, Dansby? It rhymes with Shramsby and Swanson. <laughs> Swanson's, that's his last name. Yeah, it's kind of rhymes with it too. Perfectly. That's the final piece. And Peter, I think they're still going to be successful if they don't send Dansby. I think they are going to be a, what do they call it? When it's more than a, a generation, not generational, they're going to be a dynasty. Generational is pretty They're going to be a dynasty. You think Dansby's going to, oh, if they lock up. If they can get Dansby locked up with everything that they already have, and they need Max as well. But that's good. I mean, in a perfect world, they can't sign everybody, but they need Max. Who do you want? Max Frieder, Dansby Swanson? Don't you put me in that. Don't you put me in that position? Nope. I want them both, and I'm not choosing. I don't have to choose. Okay, I want to ask you a question. I find it very interesting that they are locking all of these guys up and they have not locked Ansby up. Right. I, I've, I'm i pretty sure that the conversation has to have been had at some point. So but does that concern you? Or do no. you think, do you, I mean, there's such a, such a good shortstop class. Do you think that they would rather go out and spend money on one of the other free agent short, shortstops than spend it on I is don't, this a career year for Dansby? Yes. Obviously, but can yes. you duplicate it? Yeah, I think you can duplicate it, but I'm not that's not the question. The question is what is a shortstop that's done this for one year and one and a half years? What is his value? What 
what is the short stop market going to look like? That's that's the issue on I think on both sides because if if you look at it, yes, it's going to be an unbelievable short stop class. But how mm-hmm. do you not put Dansby at the top of that right now based on what he's done over the last season? Like I mean, Trey Turner's one of the best hitters in the league. They're both really good. Like they're both great players. I'm I don't know who ranks better with the metrics, but I watch Dansby every day and it's hard for me to think that Trey is much better than that. Yeah. Trey Turner has struggled to end the uh, regular season, but okay. (laughs) We took a really good, but sharp left turn. Um, Lots of clips. My final question about Adam Wainwright. Is he a guy who doesn't like the spotlight? Like, would there be a reason that he wouldn't want to be involved in this farewell tour? Like, is he just like a private dude? Or do you think he legitimately didn't know throughout the season if he would play again next year? Has he announced whether he is or isn't going to play? No, like we don't know if he's coming back or not. The speculation has been that it could be his last season, but could is usually the word being. So that's not even speculation. I don't. I mean, I don't know where he lives. I don't know his off-season situation. If his off-season situation is St. Louis, then I don't see him pitching anywhere no else shot. but St. Louis. But I thought it may have been in I – don't, I don't know where he no lives. No shot that dude is living in St. Louis in the off-season. He's living on a farm somewhere. Okay. I He's – He's from like, Georgia? He wears cowboy hats and boots, cowboy boots. They do that in St. Louis too, don't they? Yeah, but like I don't. I'm trying to see his like personal life on his Wikipedia. Just trying to dive into his personal life real quick for our. Wayne Wright married his high school sweetheart Jenny Curry in 2004. In a quirk of fate, he was in the midst of proposing to Curry in December of 2003 when a telephone call interrupted him to inform him he had been traded from the Braves to the Cardinals. Wow. Jenny holds a degree in interior design from Georgia Southern University. In the offseason, Wayne, the Wainwrights reside on St. Simons Island, Florida, with their four daughters and a son whom they've adopted in 2019. Wainwright has openly expressed his Christian faith and is active in the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. They live in St. Simons Island. I love that for them. I did not realize they adopted the kid in 2019. That's so cool. This is... This is a podcast of discovery. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that explains that he could play anywhere then. It doesn't matter where. Uh, I I thought that that maybe would be the drive to go back to St. Louis, but I there is probably a team that's looking to make an impact next year and has a bunch of young guys that would love a Wainwright to come and guide their young pitchers through a season next year. That sounds like the Atlanta Braves. Hmm. Um, I just signed Charlie Morton wow. for that role a little bit. 17 year career for him. Oh, yeah. One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, six seasons over 200 innings pitched. There could not have been, I'm just looking at the the first slide here, and there could not have been four different styles of series played. The Phillies and the Cardinals was just shocking after yeah. that first game. The Mariners Blue Jays was, I felt, mismanaged. The Guardians Rays was just like, can we get a hit, please? 
And the Padres Mets was holy shit, the Mets are gonna lose. Yeah. A hundred and one team winning season and they're gonna lose in the first round of the playoffs. Are the Mariners the real deal? I think their pitching is <laughs> really good. And yes, there are Luis I mean, Castillo. <laughs> that's a zero for as long as he's in the game. <laughs> yeah. That was ridiculous. I know. And I felt so bad for our friend Alec Manoa because he got the game one start for the Blue Jays right. and it didn't go well. And yeah, didn't, it didn't go terribly. Didn't go well. First inning. Like yeah, jitters, it was whatever the, it was. I think what did he end up? Five and two thirds, four runs. Yeah. All in the first, right? Um, well, three in the first and then one like in the fifth or sixth or right. something. But man, I he's he's a competitor. I know he was probably bummed. Um, but the Mariners that's a fun team to watch right now. I know. And as we've seen more than five times in the last 10 years. The team with momentum going into the playoffs mm -hmm. sometimes just sweeps their way through. Yeah. The Braves won 80 poo games last year. 80 poo? 80 poo. Not enough to scare anybody until they did. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Maddie's like, we're Arizona Fall League. How oh, do you... Lord. How do you feel about How the Phillies? I hate the fact that we're playing them, if I'm honest. Uh, our record against them at home has been decent. Our record against them there has been meh. Uh, I think playoffs are a different beast. I think Ranger Suarez has had his our number. So we need to figure out something against him. And do you... I think Nola and Wheeler are nasty. So they're going to have... Wheeler, since they wanted two, they'll have Wheeler back for game two, correct? And then Aaron Nola back for game three. So they'll have Ranger Suarez, Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola. I assume so, yes. Um, That's a pretty tough matchup for any offense. And what what's one, two, three in order for you? For the Bravos? Yeah. It's all depending on Spencer Strider and his availability. But what are you hearing about that? I haven't heard a thing. I wish I, I, I honestly have not heard a thing. I'm, I'm nothing. Like, honest to God. I have not heard a single snippet of information. We will know the roster tomorrow morning at 10 30. Lipped organization. It's incredible. It's yeah, it's incredible. Um, so my one, two, three, if everybody's healthy, would be Freed, Strider, Wright, Morton, Wright, Morton, Strider. Strider, it doesn't really matter. It, it's... Peter, what? Did you land on something there? Yeah. What What did you land on? Max, yeah. game one, and some sort of version of Wright, Strider, Morton for the games <laughs> two, three, four. <laughs> it... I don't know what the theory would be. Would you want to separate <laughs> Kyle Wright and Charlie Morton because they're not similar, but they do have similar-ish stuff? So would you maybe want to go with a Wright game two, Strider game three, and a Morton game four? or Because there's no off days. Yeah. Travel day and you're, you're going for it. It's like the Phillies 
that they're almost not intimidating because I feel like I, I don't feel like they have not threatened the Braves and the NL East in so long, but it's like, good line. Okay. You have Schwarber. Bryce Harper, you have Kyle Schwarber with his 46 home runs on the yeah. season. You have Rice. Reese Hoskins. I don't know the seasons he's had, but he's somebody he can, who you can rally around. You have JT real Muto. How about that behind the dish? Look at what, um Trent Grisham was able to do he hit 170 this year wow. on the season and if there was an MVP awarded you tell me he doesn't he doesn't win it for that series yeah guys look up Dero said it on on uh his show the other day guys look up at the scoreboard and they're not looking at 160 70 anymore they're looking at oh we get to start again here we go and that can be a a mindset yeah. adjustment for these guys where they just go, fuck it. Let's, I mean, what's there to lose? Let's go. And he looked like the Trent Grisham that they were expecting him to be all year. He was yeah. unreal, unreal. Yeah. And that team, I predicted it. This team is freaking scary if they can get some momentum going. And you look at their starting pitching and you look at that lineup and as much as they didn't do shit and you look at Bob Melvin and you're like, that guy's steered some ships down some shitty ways and made found some ways to win. So saying anybody can turn into a superstar based yeah. on it being a whole new, it doesn't matter what you did in the fucking regular season is what I was saying, bitches. <laughs> oh. Peter played in Brian Jordan's golf tournament where beers consumed. Who was the most famous person you saw today? Charles Barkley. Yeah, you saw a picture of him. You didn't drink? No, I don't drink. You don't drink? When I do on special occasions, but I'm not on the golf course. I'm out there to lock it in. Um. Okay. Drink. Arizona Fall League is also going on, um, which I've been keeping up with. The Rockies have a bunch of guys over there. Sing it, girls. Um, well, I'm going to sing about DraftKings first because the NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets. If they do, check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Maddie, is there an odd coming up that you like for an upcoming mm. game? At this point, you'd be foolish not to bet on the Giants, no matter what the spread is. Maybe I'm just going off the vibes of this office. There are a number of Giants fans here, but to go to London and beat the Packers, are you kidding me? You bet kidding on the me? Giants. Putting on the Giants. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's promo code JOMBOY. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes. For the details. Um, Arizona Fall League, we'll run through this quickly because I think Peter and I just went on a really long ramp rampage about um, MLB postseason. Uh, I mean, Arizona Fall League, if you guys are listening to this podcast, you're familiar with it. Um, the Well, I mean, these are all baseball <laughs> junkies, Pete. These people love baseball. I know they, they are. I know. I love every single one of our people that watch, listen, and watch and and consume us. 
Go ahead. I'll stop um, best prospects in baseball playing the Arizona Fall League. It's an honor to be named to the roster. All the superstars have played there. Um, each MLB team is going to send seven top prospects to Arizona. There's six teams. That's a three. There's six teams um, and different organizations combined with their seven product, their seven prospects to make those teams. Each team has five different MLB clubs associated with it. Um, so it's really cool because it's kind of like, I, I was talking to Mookie Betts the other day for a rapid fire I did Oop, for John Boy. Name drop. Whoopsie. <laughs> well, I had to like ask request for an interview. So it's not Bobby like Dale. a it's not like a first name basis type thing. Um but like when you talk to those guys about who are you most excited to play with in the WBC, like that's how a lot of these prospects feel because they're getting to play alongside some of the other best prospects in baseball that they wouldn't mm. have a chance to play with other than that. Um it's six weeks long. Uh Really fun to follow along with all the top prospects. Like we said, there's six teams. Um, so the top prospects from this week, I'm going to start out with Zach Veen because I'm biased, but he really has had one of the best seasons um, in the short season so far. He is Colorado's number one prospect. He's playing for the Salt River Rafters. Um, he's MLB's number 23 prospect. October 4th, dude went four for four. He had a home run, two run double, um, a walk in that game. He has four stolen bases, which leads the Arizona Fall League. And um, I believe he's hitting 500. No, yeah, he's hitting 500 so far um, in Arizona Fall League. So he has really, really shown off. Um, and he did that in the Futures game too. Look out for Zach Bean. Mm-hmm. This is one of the cooler names I've ever read. Tink Hence. He's with the Cardinals, number six prospect. MLB's number 91 prospect. He's a right-handed pitcher. Played in single A most of the season. Ended the regular season with 81 punch-outs in only 52 and a third innings. He just had his first inning in the fall league, and he was throwing fuzz. 97, topped out at 98-ish. But looks like he is going to be a weapon he doesn't is he only throwing my goodness look at this video just look at the video cast what are those numbers listed that's his four seam fastball numbers luis mateo is a giants prospect he's an outfielder playing for the scottsdale scorpions um let me take a sip of water i'm wearing um plumping lip gloss Mm. and i just swallowed some of it and it started to make my throat burn why? Um, what is clumping lip gloss? Plumping. Oh, pl- I get it now. Yeah, I'm too scared it make... to get my lips done, so I wear plumping lip gloss instead. Mm. Not um, a lot of not a lot of girls have that same attitude as you. No. Not a lot of girls are scared of that. No. The, girls that needle goes all the way into the lip. Too many I'm girls are not out scared of on it. that. Mm. All the way in. All the way left. Luis Mateo. Yep. Prospect for the Giants outfielder playing for the Scottsdale Scorpions. He's the Giants' number three prospect, number 63 overall in baseball. Number one Last in your week, heart. Yep. Last week in six games, which six games is the most games that have been played by any player up until this point. He's seven for 22 with a home run, a triple, a double, nine RBI in six games, as a reminder. Um, 16 total bases so far on the season. But yeah, first. Just through his first three Arizona Fall League games alone, two home runs, triple, double, a thousand slugging, nine RBI. So 
good for Luis Mateo. Luis Angel Acuna. Is that how I say it? Luis Angel? Luis Angel? Luis Angel Acuna? Ronald's little brother. I just happened to be speaking to Ronald about his little brother on the plane on the way home from Miami the other day. And he told me that he just hit his first home run in the fall league. So it's funny that I'm reading this, Uh, but he's listed at 5'10". He's got explosive swing speed. If you've ever seen the video of him swinging, it looks just like his brother. Uh, His first three Arizona fall league games, he's got three extra base hits, a double and two home runs. And last week in four games, he went six for 17, two home runs, two doubles, and five stakes, and he had the hardest hit ball of the day at 104.5 miles per hour, just like his big old brave net. That was not good. It's like you're Australian. Um, remember that one time, man, if you guys don't know the origin story of Peter and I's friendship, it's mm. wonderful. When I interviewed you at spring training, I didn't no. know. Okay. I don't, I don't remember. When, you know what I'm saying a lot? You're saying a lot if you're landing in it. Um, do we have, does anybody have any weekly news flash headlines they would like to discuss? I'm opening the floor. We didn't really get into the Blue Jays Seattle series. Yeah. The flash for me is that pitching stuff and good for them. That's it. Can they challenge the Astros? I really think they can but i think it's going to be like a dodgers brave situations where that's going to be the hump they're going to have to get over every year yeah yeah um the headlines we hit on spencer strider's extension boy um we hit on joe musgrove's ears a little bit was there anything else about his ears it was so weird yeah look i Maddie, why did everybody felt like there was something there, right? That's what the general feeling in the headquarters was. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't necessarily want to say in this headquarters. I would say more so on online. Um, but during the live stream, there was there was talk early that that guy's ears look too shiny to be to not have something on them i mean the andrew mccutcheon tweet said icy hot yeah peter what was your take on mccutcheon's tweet the red hot stuff yeah i've heard guys doing that that's uh the the story that went around afterwards was yeah roger the story i heard was clemens put it on his balls to have him he put it everywhere from what i understand um yeah but i saw andrew mccutcheon's tweet and the way that he spoke about it so definitively i was like oh I mean, they touched his ears and said there was nothing on there. Yeah. Maybe it had been, maybe he moisturized. I wonder if their fingers were burning after. Maybe like, but that doesn't add anything to anything. I, I, I mean, and that would have come out now saying, oh man, I was trying to do a strike call. And I felt like my fingers were numb. Yeah. I felt that it was a bad look, but I felt that it was fair. Cause they were saying that his spin rates were up across the board. His velocity was up across the board. Um mm. But anyway, Which both coincide, by the way, uh, if your velo's up, your spin rate's probably going to be up at the same time. And that could be, holy shit, we're in the playoffs. And hey, yeah, yeah. I'm pitching in New York. Let's go get them. I'm fired up. Yeah, that can happen too. Are there any other headlines anybody would like to discuss? Mm, man. There are, no, 
Okay. I'm excited about these playoffs though. Yeah. So final series we have going into the DS Cleveland versus the Yankees. Oof. Seattle versus Houston. Phillies versus Atlanta. And San Diego versus LA. Mm-hmm. So those are the matchups, folks. Those are the matchups. Peter? Yeah. Aussie Lingo. Willamaloo uppercut. Um, a kangaroo punch. That's what I was gonna say. Let me mm. think of something else. Um it is a sucker punch. Close. A kick to the testicles. Uh-huh. Wow. What an episode. What an episode. <laughs> hey, the whole episode <laughs> presented by DraftKings. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. We love y'all. Happy book. October. It's not my fault. Farm on. Farm the book. often. We will see you next Wednesday. <laughs>